This sermon is brought to you by Buford Road Baptist Church. The speaker today is missionary Glenn Williamson. I'd like to just, we're going to just bring a message this morning that's a little short. And matter of fact, it's about something that uh, I think that can help all of us. Uh, it'll, it's primarily to me. What we need the most, what Jesus, I think, really wants to see in all of us, since we know we can't be perfect, and He knows that too, but what we can be is faithful. And the root word of that is faith. And so we're going to talk just a little bit. You might not be able to see it, but that's a grain of mustard seed. You see how tiny it is? It's Jesus said, and this isn't in the text, but if you just had faith that size, you could move mountains. And I think that all of us, we face things in our life and we sometimes, unfortunately, wait to maybe not the last resort, but you know, maybe not always first in just completely trusting the one who has all the answers, he knows everything, he's able to do anything, and what he wants to see in us when we pray for whatever we pray is this, faith. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Is, is the other verses on there? If they're not on there, that's okay. We can just skip down to the next portion in just a minute. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> but I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Sounds like missions. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by one, by them that are no people, but by a foolish nation. I will anger you, and by a foolish nation, I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not, and I was made manifest unto them that asked not for me. But to Israel he saith, all day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Back in July of 1992, I spent most of the month in Ukraine. Didn't know the language then at all. Uh, and it was my survey trip. 1991 is when Ukraine declared independence, and this was about six or seven months later. And uh, God opened some many doors, uh, miraculous doors for us, me and a translator and uh, sometimes a couple other people to go to different places and take the gospel. During this period of time, a lot of people were just exploring this newfound uh, freedom, religious freedom that they had not had for the past 70 years of um, the Soviet Union. And one miraculous door that the Lord opened up for us was in a prison in Belayatserkov, which is south of Kiev. We got to the point where we just planned because of time. We said, okay, let's take a taxi down there for time's sake, make sure we're getting through whatever we have to get through to get in, and, and then we'll take the train back. But back then, Russia had a stronghold 
on several parts of the country, even though there was dependent, independence declared, they didn't have independence in a lot of places, in a lot of things in life. And one of them was with petroleum and the gas stations. They shut it down. There was no gas. So at, at the particular time when we needed to get a cab, we couldn't find a cab that would be willing to go probably, I don't know, 57 miles or whatever it was to Bielayatzarka. So I said, look, um, listen, guys, I had two with me. I said, let's pray. So we prayed. And then they went back out and they started flagging down cars again and everybody was shaking their head. They're not going to do it. They, they're, they're telling me, you know, like, you know, people do. Uh, doesn't look good, you know. Doesn't look very hopeful here. Maybe we should rethink this. You know, I, I don't know, but I just believe that God was big enough. And, you know, considering what this was going to entail, that, you know, if he opened the door for me, as a miracle, at all, you know, basically to get, I can't even get into most American prisons, let alone anywhere else. But And now I couldn't get into a prison over there, but at the time, I did. And then we had gas problems. So I said, look, let's get down on our, there were people walking around, but I said, let's get down on our knees and let's pray. And let's just beg God to work this out because there are people that need to hear the gospel and he's opened the door for us and we cannot allow just a little gas shortage to deter this. The next car that, I don't know whether it was Sasha or Vasya that pulled the next car over, pulled him over and he started asking questions. What are you doing? Where are you going? And he explained it. He said, get in. I've got three spare tanks of gas in the back. If I need them, i got a full tank. I'll take you there. And come to find out on the way, he had just been saved just a couple weeks before that. And he was excited that the gospel message was going to some people that cannot hear it any other way. So we got down there and and uh, I got my wallet. Well, you use a satchel over there. It's too dangerous to carry a wallet. But I got my satchel and started pulling out some money. He said, no way. I want the blessing. He wouldn't even take the money for the gas for taking us there. And that's because God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we even ask or think. <laughs> Romans, Romans talks about the grace of God. The acronym for grace is God's riches at Christ's at Christ expense. Jesus died on the cross, suffered agony, shedding his blood for our sins in order to provide for us the riches of God. The acronym for faith is forsaking all I trust him. Faith receives grace, what grace provides. Without faith, there's no way to acquire the grace of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Jesus died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, but we must believe and receive the Lord Jesus, or his death does us no good. Grace is God's ability. Faith is man's responsibility. It's our responsibility to respond to God's grace.
First of all, this morning, I want us to look at the object of faith, Almighty God. It's the next slide, please. The object of faith. Oh, that's, I don't say it. That's, that's all right. Don't go by what I say, because I, <laughs> I didn't see the monitor working. I thought, okay. Faith is not positive thinking. You can just hold it there. Faith is not positive thinking or hoping for the best. Uh, faith is no better than the object of our faith. Misplaced faith is a terrible thing. The object of our faith is God himself. Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Romans 10.11, For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Weak faith in the right object is better than misplaced faith in any other object. Weak faith in God is better than strong faith in anything else. In biblical accounts, most who received a blessing from God had weak faith. Mark 9, 23 and 24 says, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. This phrase, looking unto Jesus, in this passage, literally means looking away from everything else and directing our attention on him. Many people doubt their salvation because their faith is in their faith and not in Jesus Christ. Since the object of our faith is God, our ambition ought to be to know Him. We get to know Him through His Word, through learning more and learning more by digesting and thinking about it all day long. The more we know God, the more our faith in Him will grow. Psalm 9.10 says, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. On our first deputation, we were getting ready to go up the mountains. With our family, we had a little small trailer and a station wagon, and our family were getting ready to go up uh, the mountains, and then I saw a gas station. I said, you know, I don't know how long. That was before, uh, what is it, um, Gas Buddy and all the other little tricks that we got now. Uh, GPSs and all that. We had to do it the hard way back then. But um, 93, 92. And uh, so I saw this gas station and I thought, well, I better fill up. When I went in to pay, because they didn't have any other way to do it, you had to go in and pay. For some of the younger ones here, <laughs> you know, don't remember. But uh, I went in to pay and I saw this ad, you know, above a big stack of oil that they were actually having a really good deal on some oil, so I thought, hmm, should I get that? I just prayed for a minute, and the Lord gave me the nudge, and I went ahead and picked up some oil. We got headed up the mountain, and we were a few miles up in the woods, you know, and 
and uh, the oil light came on. Now that's wonderful, isn't it? Oil light. So I found a place to pull over and shut it off and went to do my uh, check there to see what the problem was, where'd all the oil go? And the dipstick mounting bolt had come out and all the oil had shot out. And it just so happened, coincidentally, that I had some oil. You know, God loves us a lot more than we understand. And He can do things in spite of us. He, he, just, he just loves us so much. And He loves to do things like that. If we'll just place our faith and trust in Him and get to know Him. The origin of our faith. The Word of God. Hear Him. Romans 10.8 But what saith it? The Word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the Word of faith which we preach. Romans 10.14 How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed, and how shall they believe in Him in whom they have not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? We must learn to listen to God if we're going to have faith. We cannot pray outside the will of God and have our prayers answered. And in order to pray in the will of God, we have to hear the Word of God. We cannot generate faith. Faith comes. So then faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Faith isn't a leap in the dark. It's a step in the light. The instrument God uses to enable us to believe is His Word. It's not simply the Bible that we hold in our hands that will give us faith, but it's God speaking to us through His Bible. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to turn the clock back even further than our first deputation. We were leaving Bible college soon to start deputation. I was going to be making that trip to Ukraine, and I was just finishing up Bible college in Jacksonville, Florida, and um, trying to wrap things up and make plans and get rid of stuff. And I knew that once I came back, I was going to be having meetings and needing suits. And... Uh, I didn't have any suits. In Bible college, our department stores were Goodwill and Salvation Army and, you know, stuff like that. And we pieced together whatever we had, but it'd be better to have some suits. So I um, began praying about that. And then there was a circular in Vistacon where I worked um, that went to all the shifts. And I put an ad there and I just basically said, for sale. A storage shed, we had used it for our bikes and the lawnmower and everything else, wanted men's suits. In that same paper, and you can ask Eve if, if you don't believe me, but this is just as true as the other ones. They're all true. In that same circular was another ad. For sale, men's suits. Wanted storage shed. Can that possibly be? Yes. So he came, he brought the suits, he looked at the storage shed, said, yeah, it's perfect. 
And uh, he, I told him, you know, he's, he's going to have to take it apart and move it or whatever. But guess what? Those suits were my size. Yeah, it's a coincidence, right? No, God is able. And then we see the objective of our faith, the will of God, yield to him. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then fourthly, we can skip down to it, the operation of faith, the work of God. Obey Him. Okay. Did I skip one? No, that I, I just did that one. Okay. The objective is keep going. Keep going. There we go. The objective of faith, the will of God yield to him. And then the operation of faith, the work of God, obey him. It's just the next one. All right. One verse, James 2.26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. We're not saved because of our works. We're, we work because we're saved. Faith is a gift of God. God gives us the opportunity, each one of us, to either refuse or accept the gift of eternal life. Once we have it, we have to understand what he said in several places long ago is still true. The harvest truly is plenteous and the laborers are few. And he told us how to pray about that. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. We're praying that God, once Ukraine is uh, restored to a normal, whatever that is, normal uh, condition, even though people are operating under the conditions that they are right now and they're reaching people, that God would send forth the needed missionaries because almost all of them have left. And I just wanted to say this too, that um, God is able. And we're praying that in every meeting that we go to that God will speak to somebody's heart that's seeking the will of God. And maybe they would come to Ukraine. You listen to missionary Glenn Williamson. For more information, visit our website at BufordRoadBaptistChurch.com.